Hello, welcome to the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset Podcast, where it is all about helping amazing physicians just like you create a wealthy life free from burnout and with the financial security to practice medicine on your own terms. I'm your host, Dr. Elisa Zhang. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset Podcast. So my husband and I were standing in line to enter an outdoor concert at Blossom to listen to the Blues Travelers, Jewel, and Train this summer. As an aside, if you ever get the chance to hear the Cleveland Orchestra or really any concert at Blossom, it's a wonderful experience. All right. So the guy ahead of me, who's probably a little drunk, asked my husband, have you heard of I-bonds? He answered no, but I answered that I did. And I purchased some last November and again this year. This man got super excited. He was even more excited when I talked about the interest rates that I-bonds were currently paying. Multiple fist bumps were exchanged. He said that he had talked to at least 25 people, and I was the first person to know what an I-bond was. I've never seen someone so excited about a savings bond. So bonds are issued by corporations or government entities in order to raise money. When you buy a bond, you're essentially loaning money to whoever issues the bond. In return, you get paid interest. An I-bond is a U.S. government savings bond that carries a fixed interest rate plus an additional adjuster for inflation so that you can have an inflation-adjusted real rate of return. The I for I-bonds stands for inflation. And the other kind of U.S. government savings bond are double E-bonds. Because I-bonds are backed by the U.S. government, it's one of the safest things that you can invest in. I use that term invest a little loosely, and I'll explain why in a little bit but it is the closest to guaranteed returns you can get with investing because if the federal government fails, we're probably in bigger trouble than what's happening to our investment portfolios. The interest for I-bonds are compounded biannually, and you do have to hold an I-bond for a minimum of 12 months. After 12 months, you can cash out an I-bond, but if you hold it for less than five years, then you will lose three months of interest as penalty. I-bonds mature in 30 years, but there's really no penalty to redeem them after five years. You can buy an I-bond for as little as $50. The maximum purchase is $10,000 per person per year, plus an optional $5,000 if you use your tax return to buy I-bonds. If you've got a business with an EIN, you can also use that business to buy another $10,000 in I-bond. They can only be purchased at treasurydirect.gov. And they are state income tax-free, but it is taxed at your marginal federal tax rate and not at the capital gains rate. So if you're in the 37% tax bracket, that is not as great as being taxed at the lower capital gains rate. iPods have been around since September of 1998. And I would say I really haven't heard any discussion about iBonds until 2021 when the iBond rate for November was announced to be 7.12%. Before that, a newly purchased iBond was paying 3.54%. In May of 2022, the I-bond interest rate was announced at 9.62%, which has probably stirred even more interest. When you buy an I-bond, the fixed rate stays the same, but the inflation adjuster updates every six months. Because of this, you only know what the interest rate you will get for the first six months. Then the interest rate adjusts every six months from the time that you buy the bond. New rates for newly purchased I-bonds occur in May and November of each year. I-bonds are quoted in semi-annual six-month terms. 
If you buy $10,000 of I-bonds in June of 2022 with an interest rate of 9.62%, then six months later, it's worth $10,481. After six months, you'll get the new six-month rate and your money will grow by that new rate. When I-bonds were first introduced in September of 1998, the fixed rate was 3.4% and the inflation rate was 0.62% for a composite rate of 4.66%. The composite rate is calculated by the fixed rate plus two times the semi-annual inflation rate plus the fixed rate multiplied by the semi-annual inflation rate. The fixed rate stayed at 3% or above from September 1998 all the way up to May 2001, so for about three years. Then that fixed rate started to decrease over time until it actually hit zero in May of 2008. Since May of 2008, the fixed rate has stayed at zero or near zero with the highest fixed rate of 0.5%. With our current higher rates of inflation, the return on I-bonds has started to look a little bit more attractive. What you have to remember is that you're not actually earning real money, you're keeping the value of your money with inflation. So that's why you're not truly getting a return. So it's not really an investment so much. You've not increased your purchasing power, but what you've done is avoided losing your purchasing power compared to leaving the money in, say, like a checking account. Investing in stocks or stock index funds is much more likely to give a better return over time, even though right now it may look less attractive with the value of stocks heading downwards. There are some good uses for I-bonds. It is a good place to put money that you have been using to save to buy a car or put a down payment down on a house or something like a wedding that's happening over a year away. Due to the limited amount of I-bonds you can actually buy each year, it's unlikely to make up a large portion of your portfolio. So a few tips on buying and selling I-bonds. You can buy an I-bond near the last day of the month and still get credit for a full month's interest. However, you don't want to cut it too close since the transaction often happens one to two business days after you put it in on the website. So you might end up purchasing it on the first day of the month if you're cutting it too close. If you're unhappy with the new interest rate and you've held your I-bond for at least 12 months, but less than five years, then what I would recommend is actually waiting three months to cash out your I-bond so that the three months of interest rate that you're forfeiting is that lower rate. There you have it. That's the story on I-bonds. In summary, the pros of an I-bond is that it allows your cash to keep up with the value of inflation, and it's overall a safe place to keep your money. You also don't have to pay state income tax on it. The cons are is that you do pay the marginal federal rate for income tax instead of a capital gains rate, and that you do have liquidity problems for the first year after purchase. So if there's any question that you may need that money within the first year of purchasing, you really can't get it. You have to wait at least a year or maybe 11 months and a few days, depending exactly when you bought it, for you to be able to redeem the I-bond and get your cash back. So after hearing this information about I-bonds, what do you think? Is it something that you do want to buy at this point? If you are interested in learning more about I-bonds, then go to treasurydirect.gov, where it does actually have all the good information about I-bonds, including all the past interest rates, the fixed interest rate, and the inflation rate since I-bonds were created in 1998. Thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and let me know by leaving a review. It really helps get the word out. And now the disclaimer. I am not a certified financial professional, and this show is really just for your education as well as your entertainment. I'm also a physician, but I'm probably not your physician. So if you need any medical advice, please consult your own physician. Thank you.